the biblical call to give an answer for those who inquire about the faith. We are always prepared to give a reason for the hope that is within us. This is your life. This is who you are. This changes the way you understand yourself as a human being and every other human being. It changes what you mean by justification and adoption and sanctification and glorification. And it changes what you mean by why we do what we do in gospel ministry and in righteous living. Everything is changed when we understand the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Hi, I'm Chablani Mayberg. And I'm Isaac Pinto. We are associate pastors at Central Baptist Church. And welcome to our Theology Alive podcast, where we look to engage theology in the church carried out in the culture using a Christian worldview. Well, welcome once again to another episode of the Theology Alive podcast. We are live again. Bro, that intro, it sounds like you're tired, bro. I am tired. And that means we're at the end of the year. So... People listening to this are probably as tired, if not more, than what we are right now. It has been a busy year. Well, it's a good thing because we've had like a two-year gap with with COVID in a sense. So um, we've had a a busy year, but a, a great year in terms of ministry. If you haven't seen our video of hashtag what God has done in 2022, go check it out on Facebook or YouTube. And that just gives you a, a snapshot of all that has happened at Central this year. Yeah, and when you go check it out, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. <laughs> there we don't go. be those guys who just watch it for yourself. Be a distributor. <laughs> distribute it to people that you know um, and share it far and wide. Um, anyway, we are not alone mm. this Day we usually don't say if it's morning or evening, um, but we we're not alone. We are with our should we say staff yeah. or should we drop the I word? <laughs> some some don't like the I word. So let's just so say staff. Hey. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so so we 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 here with staff and uh, we're just gonna spend some time in this episode reflecting on the year. Um, and even as we reflect on the year, maybe mm. as you listen to this, won't you also take time uh, reflecting on the year that was? I mean, it's it's already the 29th of November. Daniel doesn't put his phone on silent. I mean, it's already, we're starting on a bad note. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's always just the two of us yeah, in costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wonder why they don't get invited more this, often. You that's, know? Exactly <laughs> that's exactly why. That's exactly why. Well, Talamo's feeling bad, okay, but it's okay. Yeah. So... <laughs> We'll, we'll we'll start with him since he's feeling bad. Um, <laughs> so so maybe just just as um, I mean we didn't brief them uh, at all about this. So maybe just on a personal capacity, uh, when you reflect on the year that was, um, what, what what is something that jumps to the top of your mind that God has taught you this year? Well, hello guys, it's good to be back here. I was hoping to be invited sooner, but something that God has taught me this year, top of my mind, it's been the same thing and it will be the same thing again. You've heard it before, um, but it's just how to, to know God more and to delight in his word more. Mm. It has been just 
um, reading and understanding God's word and being able to apply it better throughout this whole year. That's the greatest thing that's happened for me this whole year. And yeah, thankful mm. for that. Sure. So you know how every year we start with Bible plans and there's this fire. Mm. We're going to read mm. the Bible in six months or in three <laughs> months or in the whole year. Um, so just thinking about what, what uh, Tulamo has said, just talking about how um, he has grown in the Word and he's enjoyed time in the Word. Um, maybe from any one of you guys, um, w- what has changed this year in your time in the Word compared to other years? The, the, there's, there's hot potato currently going on at the microphone. Um, so usually we, we, we have like good intentions. Man, this is going to be the year um, where I'm going to do a deep study of a book or, or something like that. But uh, we know generally, obviously because we're sinners, it doesn't go through to the end of the year. Uh, but maybe from you guys, well, what is something that God has taught you differently? Um, or what did you do differently? Um, if nothing, that's fine as well. Um, I think from my side, um, it's it's just been being more intentional and being devotional with everything that I do study. Um, It's very easy to accumulate knowledge, um, but that knowledge doesn't Mm -hmm. transfer itself into a love for God and obedience to God. Mm. Um, So just, I think with whatever doctrine comes up with, whatever fact I learn, um, just to to think of how should I respond to that? Mm. Um, Because often we we don't we don't go that far. Mm. We are satisfied with learning stuff um, rather than knowing God, which is sure. what theology should lead to: uh, yeah. is devotion to God. Yeah. Oh, by the way, that's the voice of Conrad. Um, <laughs> just now, we we start to play guess guess the speaker. That was uh, Conrad Jamison's voice. Uh, maybe Conrad, just one last question to you, brother. Um, what what book that you read this year really um, encouraged you um, in your time with God? So, book of the Bible. Book of the Bible. Um, I think First Peter. Mm. Um, I've been studying that for a while. I've read it a few times this year. Mm. Um, I think that actually just exemplifies what I just said because um, the first half of chapter one is laying out the gospel, all the blessings that we've received, um, and really just I believe Peter trying to stir in us like this is what you've been called to. This is what you have in Christ, mm. and then the rest of the book is just the the practical outflow of that, how you should live, how you should respond, um, hold fast to this. And so I think it's, yeah, it's just very practical. Mm. Um, again, finding roots for life, roots for holiness, all in the gospel. Um, and from there, it flows out into all parts of our life. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Anyone else? Something different this year? Uh, it's Carsten here to identify. Um, I think this year it's... Wait, do you say you identify as a Carsten? No, no. Wrong podcast. Who I am. Wrong podcast. Identify who I am. <laughs> to be clear, um, yeah, I, I think this year it's, it's been all over the place. It's been good, but I think just a couple of areas. So what I've been doing differently in the Word. I think um, I read a book at the end of last year, and it was speaking a lot about contemplation. Mm. Uh, when do we spend time? Not just meditate. So meditation really is to dive into the Scripture, to break it apart, to to look at the different segments, to try and see what is God saying through it contemplation to really dwell on a concept Hmm. Um, and so really i've been spending time just going what does it mean that god is good sure and and something like that so like what does it mean that god is glorious those sort of things just to sit on them um to not drive past not look for an application not go through but to really just sit and go okay well when god says that he loves the world what does that really mean what does that look like sure how do i experience that um 
yeah, both as a person, but emotionally as well. How do I really connect with that? And I think it's been very beneficial to to spend that time, mm. to to actually spend that time really just sitting and going, God, let me just spend time on this and mm. sit there with this. I think it's been very fruitful. Um, and then a book that has been very helpful. We've actually in, in Bible study covered Habakkuk, and I think that's been an excellent book. I think it's so easy at times of our lives to feel like, God, you're not present. Sure. Uh, God, you're absent. God, you're not listening to us. And the whole book of Habakkuk really is God saying, hey, I listen and I act. It might not be in a way that you think is good. It might not be in a way that you think is right. Sure. But be patient. Be still. Wait upon me and look for me. Mm. And I think that's been really helpful. Even just in my time in the Word is just, am I having that same approach with the Word? Mm. To be patient, to wait, to look upon God. That, that as I spend the time with Him, that He will speak that he will communicate he will come through um, and he will grow us which is is true of every time we encounter god's word and so mm. i think that's been very beneficial was the word contemplative yes sure um i think just for me when you said that i think the phrase works works all things out for good has been a phrase that i've been contemplating on this whole year um what does it look like intentionally um we I mean, as as a family, we've we've um, seen a few things, gone through some stuff as well. Um, but just thinking through, I mean, the year. What does it What does it practically mean that God works all things out for the good? Um, so, so that has been that has been encouraging. I think uh, that's that's a, a good thought there, Conrad. And I think even as you as you listen to, <laughs> I call him Conrad, Carsten. He literally identified. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> He took he yeah, took two worry. minutes. Jabu is going to go and leave soon. He's looking forward. Oh, His man. mind is already there. He's already resting. You know what? And and so I'm, I'm um, sorry. I'm and, sorry, Conrad. Because, <laughs> because now it's it's public knowledge. You will blame will blame it. On his pregnancy brain. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's that's what it means to be one with your spouse. <laughs> we we, we are one in the pregnancy as well. Um, so anyway, I was saying as as you listen to this, maybe um, ask yourself the question: What um, what is it that God has placed on your heart? Maybe a truth um, about Him. Maybe um, a uh, a perfection, or maybe you know it as an attribute. What attribute of God really stood out to you this year? Um, and even as you listen to this podcast, won't you just spend some time reflecting on the year that mm. was, um, Dan? The year that has gone. Um, I mean, we've asked so many questions. I even forgot what the first question was that you asked Salamo, but I, I back you. <laughs> you got this. Um, just because it's the most recent thing he talked about, that that verse. He, walk, he works out all things for the good of those who love him. Mm. I know this comes underneath that verse and it's part of it, but what I've, I've sort of been struggling to reconcile with that verse is poor decisions that I've made and mm. sins that I've made. Like I, I, I can see logically, I can add one plus one if I do something good and God works that out for my good. Sure. But when I get things wrong, Sometimes I struggle to see the truth of that verse. I know it's there, and um, I think that's something I've been growing in this year, just to apply that verse not just to the good things in life, but even to the bad things. Mm. But, um, you know, that, that's what I've been contemplating, to use Costin's word. You know, um, one, one of the things that uh, maybe in, in light of, of what you're saying then is that sometimes it takes us a while 
uh, and time will actually show how in that circumstances God worked it for good. We might not see it uh, yet. I shared it uh, a few weeks ago uh, when I preached at the Hill, uh, just how um, I was counseling someone who had just lost a baby, and I would, when I got home, I told Melissa I would have been completely unable to help that person had my sister not died, and having gone through through that and some of even the very practical things in terms of what we we did with her uh, with her body and and moving back to Brazil and and some of those very practical things, uh, I said I would have been completely. Um, clueless in in terms of of that and uh it was uh, this past week and i heard some feedback on on how that person just was very thankful uh, for the some of the practical advice and so just to say that yeah god knows all things and he's sovereign and and sometimes time will show how that fits into the biggest scheme of things I think something else, just jumping on what Dan was saying. I mean, n- none of these things is the point of what he was saying, but you know, yeah. he's, he's, he's got us thinking here. Um, but I, th- I think, especially as those who are in ministry, I think for for me, just thinking about that concept of sin as a minister um, of of the cross, uh, the, the the sins that that I commit and sometimes the mistakes that I commit or the sinful mistakes that I commit, I mean, they have grave consequences. I mean, you know, if um, it's, it's so easy to lead someone astray by my sin. And, and a lot of times I think as, as ministers, there's, there's two ways to take it. One, you may assume you never do sin, which is a dangerous place to be, um, or allow people to see you in that light that you are perfect, mm. never affected by sin, never affected by the flesh. You are victorious over your flesh all the time. The other side is you, you live under the guise of fear that if, if you do sin, it's doomsday um, mm. automatically. Um, and I think definitely just trying to understand the mercy of God, trying to understand the providence of God, trying to understand even the, the, the theology that I know that God is the one who begins the work God is the one who carries out the work, and all mm. I am is an instrument. Um, and as an as and as that instrument, oftentimes I find myself getting dirty by my own mm. sin. Uh, but mm. praise God for His blood that continues to cleanse this instrument mm. to make it useful for His glory. Mm. So, um, yeah, as ministers of the cross, I think it's it's good to um, acknowledge the fact that we we constantly still do fall into sin. Yeah. But praise God that He is gracious. Yeah, maybe to to just ask around the uh, around the room, like, um, what has been some of the spiritual strides that you feel you've made this year? Like, uh, um, just you've. Well, I guess it's similar to what what Job was was asking, but we, you know, we're always in a sense climbing a ladder. Um, how, what are some of the things in, in your guys' lives that you you feel this this has this has changed? Um, maybe from a, a more practical standpoint, just in, in terms of preaching. Um, I remember my, my first sermon um, 
last year. It was uh, came on me very suddenly. I probably did not look up once from my manuscript. I was just, I was exhausted. It was after a church camp. The whole point was just to get it out. Um, and then moving from there to, to this year where just also in terms of preparation, you, you focus, and, and it's like a realization that it, 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 there's more to it than just getting it out. It's not just reading the words. It's not even, it, yeah, it, it's, you want people to hear this. You want people to hear God's word. You want people to change from being dead to alive. And if God use, uses you to that regard, praise God. But there, there's there's more weight to it, and I think that's just a realization that's that's come upon me. And it it affects the way you you prepare. It affects I think your effort and delivery. Um, I'm more introverted. I'm not an excitable person. I don't raise my voice generally, um, unless when I'm angry. But um, to also just push push my own boundaries in that regard, just to try and and do better. Not for the sake of a performance, but for the sake of the the kingdom. Yeah. Um. So it's Conrad speaking again. Maybe just <laughs> 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 the 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 real Conrad. The real Conrad. Um. Yeah. 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 Um. So. Yeah, I think from my side, it's maybe even challenging my my view of God. Um. So I mean, as a pastoral team, we've been going through a book, gentle and lowly. But I think that's perhaps been something that God's been challenging me about um, for longer than just that we've been doing that book. In terms of um, how do I view God? Do I view him as um, just a judge who wants to, you know, just consume me the moment I slip up and sin? Or, um, you know, how do, how do we view him? Um, so I think, I think that's where he's really been challenging me. Um, I think maybe just, maybe... To, to sum it all up in one short thing. Um, I listened to a sermon by Sinclair Ferguson um, one time, and he was talking about, uh, he was talking about the disciple um, that Jesus loved. Um, it's obviously John. John is the disciple Jesus loved. But are we not all the disciple that Jesus loved? You know, it's not just John was a special case. No, Jesus died for him and for every other disciple individually. Um, so I think, you know, just uh, correcting, I think, um, a, a wrong view of who God is um, that we're always prone to. Um, so I think, I think that's been where God has been challenging me a lot. Yeah, um, this is the real Carsten. Um, I, I agree with that. And, yeah, I think it's, it's very challenging as we grow in our views of God. Um, I think as much as we, we view spiritual growth, and then our spiritual growth is tied to a growth in the knowledge of our Creator. Um, I think if it's ever not tied to the knowledge of our Creator, we miss what it's actually all about. Uh, we make it into us becoming a certain person rather than uh, us knowing our God. Um, there's been a lot of instances here. Just God's taught me through so many different points, theology-wise and other things, that, that God is God and we get the privilege of enjoying Him. Um, and as we enjoy Him, we become more like Him, um, like the friends we hang around, like the people we become. Um, and so I think for myself, I think something I've really seen God working in this year is just the difference between confidence and arrogance. The, the difference between I know this, I'm, I, I'm right, I, I, I get this, I'm better than, you know what, I can have this great assurance 
that my hope is not in what I know, but my hope is in those things that I know. Um, and I think even I had the opportunity to go to the U.S. this year and getting to see what we've been doing here, what we've been learning here, growing here through the intern program at Central, applied in a different country, going out in the streets to share the gospel and those sort of things and going, you know, what I have is not just, oh, it's, it's me looking great and look at me. It's I have a great message to share to others. Um, that's not about me. It's actually about Christ coming to die for the sake of others. And the fact that it goes beyond this local sphere uh, again, just taught me like God is so dependable, God's so reliable. And when we actually stand upon his promises, we stand upon his truths, we stand upon all that he's given us. It is so much more valuable, so much more worthwhile than trying to point to ourselves and trying to point to what we know and what we can do. Um, and so I think God's really been pressing into my heart just the difference between confidence versus arrogance. I think has been a real, a real question that God's put in my heart and mind for the year. I'll go because it seems like everybody is going. Um, for me, it has been peace and contentment. And this really just stems from the fact that I've been looking at things more with the eyes of God is sovereign and in his providence. So because I know that God is sovereign, things have happened this year in my life, which if I did not look at them in that lens would have left me thinking, well, why did this happen? Or how come, how can this happen? Well, because... I've grown in my understanding of who God is in his sovereignty and in his providence. It's like God has willed for this to happen, and I can trust who God is even with all that's happened. And because of that, there's just a sense of peace and contentment. Um, doesn't matter what, what happens, really, just because of that, of that lens. And I was listening to, since Khan has started with the pastors, to Lawson, and he was talking about how providence is like Hebrew. You can only understand it when you look at it in hindsight. <laughs> um, and, yeah, you see God's goodness and faithfulness, and you see just how sovereign he is and all of that. Awesome. Um, maybe on a... Well, probably this your answer is going to be spiritual, and someone's going to preach again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but what what has been a highlight outside of ministry for you? So outside of the job, what 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 has been a highlight this year for you? Um, I, I mean, I'll start. I can talk for you if you want, but uh, we want to hear it from you guys. Uh, I'll start. A highlight for me is just seeing Levi speak two languages. So, like, well, he's <laughs> so he's speaking more English. Uh, but you know, the fact that he understands me in Portuguese, and and then now he's he's forming sentences. Um, and that has just been like um, amazing. It's a really great highlight. <laughs> yeah. I wish I wish my brain still worked like a baby, so that you could just continue speaking to me in Portuguese, and then in like three months I should be great. But unfortunately, when you grow out of baby brain, you actually become not as sharp as you think. Uh, I think for me, it's, it's pretty obvious and easy. Um, going to New York was an experience of a lifetime. Um, it, it was wild. It, it proved my, my streak for independence uh, to just go to New York by myself and explore and do that. But it was, it was awesome. It really, it's when you don't expect something to happen and suddenly you find yourself in a place that you're like, oh my word, I'm actually here. 
like I literally like woke up in the morning. I was like, wow, I'm actually here. Um, it really was such an excellent experience and something I'm going to cherish for the rest of my life. It's just, yeah, other people's generosity allowing me to, to go and spend some time and see Lady Liberty and all the other things and Empire State Building and getting to do all that fun stuff. Sure. How much, how much is, uh, what's the weight, um, what's the weight cap for luggage? The weight cap for luggage. Was it 70? <laughs> Depends which, which, uh, which uh, airline you're using. But, uh, the one that you took, was it 70? <laughs> it's typically 32 kgs a bag. A carry-on? 32 kgs, not a carry-on, yeah. a, a checked-in bag. Oh, man. Your carry-ons aren't weighed. They're just checked for size. So you can bring bricks if you want. But Eight, eight kilos. Eight. Look, if you ever take a flight, which the carry-on or the luggage is in the 90s, I'll happily be luggage for you. So <laughs> I'll happily go into a bag to go overseas to, you know, just be, be, be a bum for a week overseas. I think Joe was just saying that, hinting at some member in our church that is <laughs> like, listen, <laughs> your pastor is one, one thing. <laughs> Anybody else? A highlight, highlight from, from there. Um, for those who don't know, I'm quite competitive. <laughs> so, turn him up, turn him up, turn him up. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's common knowledge around the office. We might as well share it on the airwaves as well, that I'm the best FIFA player. There's, there's a word that we use. I'm not going to say the word. There's a word that we use for beating people 5-0 in FIFA, or by a difference of five and above. And and I've 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 done it to each of them in the office. Um, <laughs> but but on a more serious note, um, Tolamo and I visited the the McKees just a couple of days after little I think Amelia was born. Mm. Um, and my experience with with uh, newborns was that parents would be very like finicky about who gets to touch their newborn and. You have to sanitize your hands, and you go through this long process. But like two minutes after we got there, they just <laughs> passed her to us and just holding that little baby. If if you don't know now, you know I love babies, and that was that was that was really cool. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Highlight of the year, excluding ministry. I mean, I I try to think of one, but I don't think there's one that tops this one and it's in a sense a part of ministry but at the beginning of the year I went from not being able to play anything in the guitar on the guitar and I made my debut a few weeks ago so that's that's been my highlight are you sure (laughs) (laughs) his teacher is literally here bro what do you mean All, all, all I'm saying is you know, the podcast is listened to a variety of people. Some people will be happy with the answer. Some people who won't. So, so should we give him a second chance? Has there been a highlight this year for you that that you'd like to share with us? Or is it not is it not a highlight? <laughs> On the spot. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're listening to this. 
<laughs> I was, uh, yeah. Um, the other highlight is um, there's been a, a special lady here at Central Baptist Church. And she and I have started a special friendship. Um, yeah, thank you. <laughs> you don't have to sound like you're captive. <laughs> it's, it's not that bad to be dating someone. I, I promise you he is happy. <laughs> Doesn't sound like it though, but yeah. Con for you? Uh, I've been struggling to, to think of anything. Um, apart from my trip to Mozambique. I, was on, I think everyone's aware that I was dying um, while I was there. But I didn't die, and uh, I still enjoyed it, so... I guess it's it's semi ministry related, but uh, it was it was just a good experience going to a different country, different culture, um, and I th- yeah I think if we look at maybe the the less ministerial side of it, I yeah. also enjoyed it. Yeah, sure, sure. Oh, that's awesome, man. Well, um, mine is quite recent. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are. My wife and I, are, I mean, Isaac already said it, but we, we are expecting a baby. Um, super excited to uh, to see what the Lord has blessed us with. Uh, we don't know the sex yet. Um, it's definitely going to be one of t- only two options. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> not very progressive there. Come no, on, Chabu. No, no, no. No, happily conservative. Um, but yeah, no, just, just excited and um, really, really thanking God. Um, for an opportunity to um, not just shepherd the souls of uh, those who are entrusted in our care in terms of the flock, but also to shepherd a, a soul um, that I get the privilege to instruct in the ways of the Lord. So no, definitely looking looking forward to that. Um, as we bring the episode to a close, I mean, this is probably the, the loudest episode we've had in a while, um, but it's I think it's a great way to end it off. Um, but I won't put you on the spot. But if if anyone it was has there been a verse um, because Daniel has the Bible open and he seems to have a verse he's been dying to share. Uh, but is there a verse that has encouraged some somebody this year? Um, my my life verse. <laughs> Um, 1 Peter 4.19, um, this people group that's suffering, that's struggling, that's going through difficult things, mm. um, that passage just hits me every single time. Um, I've been trying to, to improve memorizing scripture this year, and that scripture just let those who suffer according to God's will mm. entrust their souls to a faithful creator while doing good. Amen. That is, it's such a verse. It just, it's hit my heart. It's, it just hits everything. It's like, what doesn't it hit? It's just... You're going to go through difficulties. You're going to go sure. through challenges. You're going to go through life, and it's going to be hard. Yeah. But know that if you give your soul to God, He's got it. He's looking after it. Mm. But you're going to still suffer. Sure. Right? He says, let those who suffer mm. according to God's will. In other words, according to what God has let happen in your life. Yeah. Entrust your soul to God because He is a faithful creator. Amen. And do what He's told you to do. Sure. Um, at times I think we, we, we get lost and we move out the way and we, like myself, I, I really know that I, I tend to just obsess about these things. But sometimes it's just, you know what you should be doing as a Christian. Mm. Pursue God, be faithful in those things. And as you suffer, know that God is faithful too, to keep you and to guide you. Since uh, Karsten brought it up earlier, I'll just read a couple of verses from Habakkuk, um, chapter three, seventeen to 19. Though the fig tree should not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, the produce of the olive fail, and the fields yield no food, 
the flock be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. God the Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the deer's. He makes me tread on my high places. Mm. Um, yeah, just th- those verses have been a blessing to me. Um, when we went through it as a Bible study with Karsten, but just generally those verses have been a blessing to me and a challenge. Um, when we go through difficulty, often rejoicing in God is the last thing on our minds, but it, it's possible and it's doable and it's in Scripture. Rejoice, and again I say rejoice. Um, so, yeah, I've been encouraged by that. Um, so I think my... My verse is um, come from the well-known words of Jesus in Matthew 11, um, where he says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Um, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Um, I think it's just a a constant reminder of the invitation we have. Mm. It's not a, yes, it's a once for all um, in terms of in a salvific sense, but I think in a daily sense as well, um, all our burdens, all our trials and weaknesses and times that we sin, what does God invite us to do to come? Um, he will not despise those who come to him. Um, so I think, yeah, it's just a great encouragement. Um, so, yeah, those are my words for uh, the year. <laughs> <laughs> my words for the year. <laughs> sure. Anybody else? So, Senor preached on this earlier this year, I think. Um, 1 Peter, verse 13. Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Mm. Um, Just as these words sink in, and I mean... I think it's on YouTube. We'll listen to the sermon. <laughs> and set your minds on Jesus Christ always. Um, I won't say more because we've preached enough. <laughs> well, guys, um, well, I don't know if Pinto is dying with the first day. Right, to be honest, I'm asking Melissa to to check my board because I've written the the, <laughs> the but she's not answering so she, uh, I, uh, I've written and um, it's in the Psalms but I, I'm, I was trying to find out the, the, the rest the reference uh, but it um, it speaks about um, the the Lord has restored the joy of my soul, something on those lines, and uh, and in a in a sense, um, it's been a prayer this year, and the Lord has reminded me of this throughout the year through my cold moments, spiritually speaking, of um, asking for that restoring, for that zeal and passion. Um, and a spiritual fervor that is what i've been wanting to to uh go back to so i'm sorry there's no 
I, I will probably uh, <laughs> it it's gonna be too late until uh, I get a, a, a response. Um, but uh, yes, so that's that's what I've been throughout the year thinking about. So I've I've been pondering quite a bit this year. Um, well, maybe not pondering. Maybe pondering is not the right word, but more uh, contemplating <laughs> um, or or just trying to rest. I'm um, in the sovereignty of God. And just a simple verse, for, for from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. Um, just really trying to rest in that. Um, and I mean, I've, I've, I've seen peace come from that understanding. Um, it hasn't been perfect. Um, there are times when obviously I question. There are times when obviously um, I wrestle within my heart. Um, but this verse definitely... Um, or or just this this idea or this doctrine of the sovereignty of God has really been a big comfort to me this year. But we do want to say thank you. Thank you to all our TAP listeners. Um, thank you for uh, your faithful listenership. Uh, we definitely don't uh, take for granted um, you listening um, to us uh, week by week um, or sporadically, however often you listen to the, the podcast. <laughs> uh, you're not supposed to reveal yourself. Um, but, but definitely we, we, we do take this seriously. We want to grow in, in what we uh, produce to you all. Um, so we definitely have plans to definitely improve the podcast. There's always room for us to do better. There's always room for us to be better. Um, so we definitely want to improve um, um, the quality has been good thanks to Carsten. Uh, Carsten really has helped us out um, in getting the podcast uh, to uh, a place where it's not just palatable, but it's of good quality. So, mm. so thank you, Carsten, for all the work you've put into the Absolutely. podcast, putting us onto platforms, even um, even all the editing. Yes, the hours of editing, hours of editing, especially when we do tap on the street, yes. and he has to go through. Through uh, all those a interviews. whole bunch of interviews and tried yeah. to edit and compress it, yeah. or cutting out all the cuss words from our last video. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I know Kasten does a great job because when he went to America, I was supposed <laughs> to step in, but I don't think I stepped in properly. So yeah, I know what you're talking about. There's actually a way to test it. So go listen to. <laughs> 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 I'm joking, I'm joking. But we, we do want to share our appreciation to you, Carsten. Thanks mm, for yeah, all the work you've put true. into the podcast, um, for putting us where we are now. We, mm. are, we will forever be appreciative um, for that. Um, and we will miss you. We'll have you come back um, after three months of fire in corporate uh, to do uh, a, a tap interview. And share mm. with us um, why you want to come back. <laughs> um, but Isaac, if you don't have anything else, I, I have just one verse to close us go off. Go for it, brother. Um, so to close us off, as we go into the December period, uh, what is known as festive season, um, many believers do put their foot off the accelerator and also take a break, not just from church activity, but also from God. Uh, many believers take a break from devotion to God um, and oftentimes find themselves drifting into sin. Um, as you listen to this podcast, I'd like to challenge you to remain steadfast. Um, as much as many church activities are going on recess, um, a statement I make quite a bit, God does not go on recess. Mm. Um, so um, stay faithful in your walk with Him. Uh, continue waging 
war against your flesh, even uh, when temptation is high, uh, temptation to, you know, party it out and be drunk or festive, or temptation for gluttony. Uh, there's temptations on many different levels, so don't use the season as an excuse to give in to sin. Um, a passage that I, I would like to encourage us off with as we wrap up the podcast for the year is found in Romans chapter 13 from, verses 11, or from verse 11. And it says, besides this, no, besides this, you know that you know the time that the hour has come for you to wake from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. The night is far gone, the day is at hand. So then, let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the daytime, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and sensuality, not in quarreling and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. Mm. Uh, so as you go into this holiday season, won't you consider this passage? Uh, family will be around. There's so much reason um, mm. to fall into sin or to get into quarrels or um, to to um, find yourself um, in the flesh. But make no provision for the flesh, but rather uh, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and pursue righteousness even in the holiday season. Amen. I just want to pray for us and, and maybe end it off like that. Dear Lord, we want to thank you for this year, Lord. We have much to be thankful for. Uh, your work, not just at Central, but in our lives. Uh, thank you that you are molding us in the, into Christ's likeness. And uh, thank you that you are at work. And you who began a good work in us will bring it to completion, oh God. And, and so uh, would you help us, even as we've just read from uh just read from the scriptures lord would you help us to be even watchful uh even in this time help us to finish well lord and continue to help us to fix our eyes on jesus christ mm. lord, the author and perfecter of our faith so um thank you for this year thank you for tap and we we pray for those that are listening to us that it may be an encouragement uh, to them, and that you will continue uh, to to bless this ministry, to to bless us as as we um, continue to um, uh, speak about the truths of the gospel, uh, your word, and how it affects uh, society and the way we think. We ask you all of this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. We wish you a Merry Christmas. And Happy New Year. <laughs> God bless. We live in a day where we think that in order to be relevant to our culture, we must be like our culture. We live in a day where we think in order for the gospel to be relevant, we must somehow adapt it to the culture, and nothing on the face of the earth or in the bowels of hell could be further from the truth. We are relevant not because we are like our culture, we are relevant because we are absolutely different. And our gospel has power not because it is acceptable to carnal men, our gospel has power because it is a scandal to men. Thank you for joining the Theology Alive podcast. Please subscribe and share. Later. How could Jesus afford to pay it all? Uh, the- Oh, oh my word, I forgot.
Yeah, you want to go to jungle? No. Go for it. Because Jesus saves. <laughs> <laughs> Financial <laughs> advice from Jesus. <laughs>